Finally, there it is. All right. Okay. I'm tired. Uh, yeah, I had to take a nap because I didn't think I was going to survive this longer episode tonight. Even if I did take a nap, I'm still not going to survive it. Yeah. I'm not ready. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'm going to cry. If you uh, can't tell, we are hardcore Game of Thrones fans. I'm going to cry so, so hard. All right. Anyways. Let's talk about death. It'll so, cheer me up a little uh, bit. Yeah. Well, we're going to see a lot of it here later. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, so what what did uh, what do we have this week, right? Uh, we are doing famous people who killed. Yeah. So um, I knew the name of mine, but I didn't really know the story, and it's kind of crazy, like weird. Yeah. Um, there's it, some yeah. It is yours. Stuff is. Behind the, yeah. Mine is a lesser known, but still mm-hmm. interesting. Oh well, interesting is good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be known. It is still a celebrity. Yes. And it still meets the criteria. Kind of. Uh, okay, whatever that means. Whatever yeah. kind of means. You'll see. Okay. Um, last time we did that one. Um, s- uh, abducted. Yeah. And I don't know who went first. Oh, uh, me neither. It doesn't matter. We're fine. Do you want to play some Rochambeau? Yeah. Okay. Hey, you go on, on. shoot. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. Are, is it best two out of three? No, that takes too long. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Row, sham, bow, shoot. Oh, okay. I mean, I go first. I don't know. I Winner won. go first. I got rock, he got scissors. Okay. Winner go first? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. I think you went first last time anyways. Yeah, okay. So. All right. Who'd you do? You did, um, what's her name? Oh, uh, J.C. Dugard. Yeah. Okay. J.C. Dugard. Yeah. I think you went first. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, here we go. All right. I'm doing the death of Natalie Wood. No, it's my turn. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And I got most of this from BuzzFeed Unsolved because um, they're great. And I could just listen to them all day. Which we're actually a couple of episodes behind. We are. Yeah, we're three episodes behind now. Yeah, we're bad. Oh, sorry, Shane. Sorry, Ryan. Yeah. I'm going to get on it. Okay. Um, who is Natalie Wood, some may ask? Uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, do you know? No, I don't remember this one. Oh, okay. So I probably will. She, yeah, you will. She was a huge Hollywood star up until her mysterious death. Oh, um, yeah, I remember this one. In the 80s. <laughs> you do? Yeah. Christopher Walken. Shut up! Okay. Don't give it away. All right. That's why it's kind of. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Spoiler. If you don't know any of Natalie Wood's films, she was the little girl in Miracle on 34th Street. Um, she was in Rebel Without a Cause. She was in West Side Story. She was in Gypsy. She was in um, a lot of different other things. Um, so... Just to give us a little background on Miss Woods, uh, when she was a little girl, a fortune teller actually told her that she would die by drowning. Um, so obviously, she then developed a fear of deep water. And then when she was 10, she was filming a movie scene where a rickety bridge, um, like, break, it's like a breakaway bridge, mm-hmm. and it collapses, and she's supposed to fall into the water. Um, but when this happened, 10-year-old Natalie panicked, obviously, and broke her wrist. And so she, you know, even had a 
had a worse fear of deep water than um, even more so than she did before. Um, this fear of deep water was so intense, it's rumored that she was afraid to wash her own hair. Really? Yeah, and she had continuous... Ew. What? Didn't wash her hair. What? She... Oh, she did. She just was Dry afraid of it. Do. She probably oh. had someone do it for her oh. because she's... An actor and... Rich. Um, famous people always have yes men around them. Whatever that means. Um... So, and she also had continuous nightmares of drowning. So, um, on her 18th birthday, she went on a date with fellow movie star, 26-year-old Robert Wagner. Some of us may know him as number two oh. in Austin Powers. Oh. I love gold. That one or not? No, he's number two. Number two. He's an eye patch. He works for Dr. Evil. Yeah, that's in gold member, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, that quote is, but he's in all of them. Oh, I didn't remember that. Oh, yeah. okay. He's it's been a forever. I just watched Goldmember not too long yeah, ago. Yeah, when Dr. Evil goes, number two, and he like comes out. Oh, yeah, yeah. The patch on always. Um, oh, Bob. Yeah. So, apparently, things went very well on this date because they ended up getting married in 1957. Mm. Um, but things didn't go well enough because they divorced a few, a few years later in 1962. Um, but maybe things did go well enough because they got remarried for a second time in 1972. Which would lead to her death. Shut up. I'm telling this story. <laughs> would you like to read this? Or? No, no. Okay, that's what I thought. So, sit down and listen. Sorry. I am. That was aggressive. Um, earlier, so we came home. Um, so we're shopping for houses. Yeah. We came home from looking at one, and we had seen that our dog had gotten into our dirty clothes, and he actually ate a chunk out of my underwear. So we put it around his head like a little do-rag and made him wear it for a few hours as punishment. If you ever want to see a dog wearing a do-rag, you're going to have to do it to your own dog because I don't have any proof that we did that. Um it's funny. And I hope he learned it's his It's funny lesson. because he's such a shithead, and to see this on his head. Oh, he knew. He knew. He's like, I deserve this. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, where was I? I don't know. How did we get into this? Uh, whenever they got remarried. In 1972. Yeah. That was where we left off. Oh, okay. I don't know what led to underwear on our dog's head. I don't okay. know either. You kind of went off on that little uh, tangent I don't there. Know. Okay, so they so got married for a second time in the 70s. They remained married until her death. Um, all right. So now we get into it. The date is November 29th, 1981. It is 7.30 a.m. Natalie Wood's body was found floating face down in the Pacific Ocean about 600 feet from Catalina Island. Don't even say mixer. the cat. Oh my god, I knew it. The fucking Catalina wine mixer. I knew you were going to say it. Okay. Um, she was wearing a flannel nightgown, blue wool socks, and a red down jacket. Um, so, leading up to the events of her death, her and Christopher Walken had been working on a movie together at the time called Brainstorm. Never seen it. You're talking to my boy all wrong. You do it again, i got to stab you in the face with a soldering iron. I don't think he says it like that, but whatever. Um, Joe Dirt. Okay, so... But that's Christopher Walken. Yeah. 
Um, so the weekend of her death, Wood and Natalie Wood and Robert Wagner were like, hey, come join us on our yacht this weekend. It'll be fun. Everything yes. will be great. Um, now, the captain of the yacht, the yacht's called the Splendor, the captain, um, good old Dennis Davern, um, who the had... The Splendor? The Splendor. Oh, that the sounds like a name that would happen in, or would be a name of something in SpongeBob. Maybe it is. I don't know. It just seems um, like it. Anyways, sorry. You're fine. Okay, so the captain is Dennis Davern. Um, he had known Wood and Wagner for, like, years, and he considered himself a good family friend. Um, he said that, he said that Natalie had became infatuated with Walken during the filming of Brainstorm, and Wagner was like, nuh-uh, not today. So he flew not out. Today. Yeah, so he flew out to the filming location, and, um, somehow his boat was there. I don't know how that happens. Talk about a controlling boyfriend. Um, and that's why Wagner was there that weekend. Um, well, they're married. First of all, so yeah, I know, but um, at the same, yeah. Anyways, okay. So, Brandon, what? Have you ever been on a yacht? No, it's not a boat. It's a yacht. Do I can't what? remember what that movie's off or Do what that. The Step Brothers. Do you? That? Is it? No, 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 not that. Irrelevant. Why are we referencing? Oh, I think it's Starsky and Hutch. Okay. Because somebody calls it a boat, and he's like, "It's not a boat. It's a yacht." I literally don't care. No. Okay, so, do you know what happens on yachts? Yachts. On yachts. Drinking, basically, you drink. Mm. If you're a rich asshole and you own a yacht, you drink on it. Well, I mean, not necessarily. There are other ones that deal cocaine off of them. That too. Yeah. But if you're doing, if you're doing cocaine, you're also drinking. Yeah, I can. But you can drink That's and not do cocaine. There, there's another movie. I, what? Uh, Wolf of Wall Street. No, no, no. It was the. Um, they find a lot of treasure. Fool's Matthew Gold. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. God, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Oh what? Mm, what? No. Oh. Oh no. No. No dice. I can't. Oh. Can't do it. Okay. Anyways, that His movie. Accent, yeah. I'm just like, stop talking. You remember they find the gold and yeah, then they're on a I yacht remember, and, and they're, co- terrible. they're cocaine yeah, dealers. Yeah. It was okay. Horrible. Yeah, I remember. Okay. So, um, apparently, that's all Wood Wagner Walken and Davern did that weekend, on the boat. Drank. Yeah. Was drink. Yeah. Drink, drink, drunk. Yep. Guzzle, guzzle, mother. F- um, okay, so, however, on that Friday, things reached a boiling point when Wagner and Wood had gotten into a very heated argument um, that worried Davern so much that he asked Walken to get involved. He was like, hey, can you, uh, can you like, step in the middle of this split hmm. and split this up? And Christopher Walken was like, uh, that's not my job. So... What? <laughs> that was, was that? No. That was supposed to be Christopher Walken. Oh, okay. That's not my job. Hmm. Yeah. You're talking to my boy all wrong. You do it again. Um, yeah. We already did that. Okay. And he yeah. said, yeah. He said, it's best not to step into an argument between a man and a wife. <laughs> that's too, that's too that's Brooklyn. Yeah. That's too Brooklyn. Um, anyway. So. Well, he has played a couple mobsters. I'm pretty sure he is from New York. Anyway. 
Um, Captain Davern, he, he actually ended up taking Natalie Wood to shore in a dinghy that night so she could stay the night in a hotel as opposed to, you know, sleeping in a bed with... Because he wanted to give her his dinghy. Wagner. Ew, no. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Oh, my God. So the next morning... Um, <laughs> I thought that was genius, but okay. You're so funny. Mm. Okay. So <laughs> um, back to the dinghy. Back to Dennis Javern's dinghy. Um, <laughs> so he took, he took Natalie to shore in his smaller <laughs> boat. In his small dinghy? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, hey, you want to see my small dinghy? So, no, I don't want to see your small dinghy. Oh. Um, so that she can stay the night in a hotel. So the next morning, he took Natalie Wood back to the yacht. Okay, I was expecting something. And no. um, <laughs> so he took her back, and she was like, I guess I'll stay the rest of the weekend with you guys so we can party together. Um, so that afternoon... Natalie Wood and Christopher Walken went to a restaurant on shore to basically drink um, and eat. They were there for like 10 hours. Uh, and they were later joined by Wagner and Davern. So we don't know how much they drank together, Wood and Walken, but mm-hmm. um, a waitress says that when the four of them were there together, the group had consumed four bottles of alcohol that night. And Jesus. one of the men had drank five daiquiris. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but she didn't say which one. Um, that is a shit ton. Like, when I go eat a at lot. a restaurant, sometimes I'm just, like, I get full off of just eating or drinking the one. Yeah. And then I lot. have to eat. Yeah. I mean, four people, but still, that's like yeah. a bottle a person, basically. Yeah. That is insane. Yeah. Okay. Um, Plus the five daiquiris. Mm-hmm. So, um. How he just didn't die from alcohol poisoning. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So the waitress also said that Wood didn't appear to be in a good mood. She barely ate any of her dinner. Um, she threw a drinking glass on the floor. And she was stumbling as she left the restaurant. So altogether, all roofied. these things are not good combined. No, yeah. she wasn't roofied. She would be unconscious if she was roofing. I don't know. I'm speculating. Um, okay, so the group returned Maybe to Maybe he gave her the dinghy. You done? <laughs> All right. No. So they returned to the yacht around 10 p.m., um, and while they were boarding the um, Splendor, a witness from the Harbor Patrol said that he could hear Woods screaming about something. Um, so... Now we know that she is very drunk and probably very pissed off. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of speculation that Natalie Wood was really jealous of the relationship he had with his on-screen wife at the time, Wagner's on-screen wife mm-hmm. in the TV show Heart to Heart. So um, it's just a lot of very unstable feelings yeah. of jealousy and trust yeah. in this marriage. Uh, so Agner said that <laughs> Wagner said that he and Morgan had gotten into a political debate that evening, and um, which like that's the perfect cover up, of course. If you want to be like, no, no, that yelling was between me and someone else, 
we're talking about politics, that's the perfect thing oh, to yeah. talk about. Hamlet, would you stop squeaking your ball, please? Thanks. Okay. He's doing it at my feet right now. He's doing it in spite of me. Um, where was I? I got distracted by the squeaky ball and the dinghy. The dinghy. Um, okay, yeah, so Wagner said that he and Walken had gotten into a political debate that evening and that Wood left to go sleep during this conversation, obviously, because she was like, politics is boring, I'm going to bed. Um, so when Wagner finally went to kiss her goodnight, like an hour later, she was gone. She was missing. G-O-N-E. Gone. However, some people that were sleeping on their yacht near Wagner's yacht said that they heard a woman scream, help me, someone please help me, and a man saying, okay, honey, we'll come get you around midnight. Hmm. So that would have been after Wagner reported Natalie went to bed. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> so we're going to jump ahead to 1.30 a.m. in the morning. Um, Wagner and Davrin made a distress call to the Coast Guard saying that Natalie Wood had disappeared from the yacht. Why they didn't do it as soon as they realized, hey, she's not on this boat. I don't know. But instead, they waited an hour and a half. Something's anyway, going on here. Yeah. Um, so they made the distress call. About six hours later, that's when her body was found at 7.30 a.m. Um, 600 feet up the coast of the Catalina Island. Don't say it. The dinghy of the boat was found on shore nearby um, or near her body. The dinghy's engine was off. The gear was in neutral and the oars were locked. So it's like someone just put it in neutral and untied it. Mm -hmm. um, when they did the autopsy on Woods' body, they saw, or the coroner reported that she had drank seven to eight glasses of wine before going missing. And she had a blood alcohol level of 0.14. That is That's insane. Almost double the legal limit. Yeah. Um, How any of these people didn't die from alcohol poisoning? I have no idea. I think I've almost died from alcohol poisoning. Really? Yeah. Did you go to the doctor? No. Well, then how do you know? Because there was blood in my vomit. Oh, well, that happens. Yeah. I don't think you almost died. No, I think I almost died. <laughs> I didn't stop. Probably felt like it. I didn't stop throwing up for probably 10 hours. Mm, yeah. Um, I've I been there. I, couldn't, I would eat just so I would have something to throw up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, this is irrelevant. Anyway. Um, so along with the 0.14 alcohol level, blood alcohol level, they also found bruises on her arms, legs, and a cut on her cheek, on her right cheek, huh. um, which a different doctor later said that these injuries would have had to occur before her death. Oh. Yeah. On to something. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were also fingernail scratches found on the side of the dinghy indicated Indicating would have fallen off and had tried to climb back in. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, obviously, let's look at, let's remember she, this woman, has lived her entire life with an intense fear yeah. of deep water. Um, so the likelihood that she willingly got into the dinghy by herself is pretty low, especially considering that 
she was in a nightgown and socks. And her sister, Lana Wood, said that she would have never gone to shore in a nightgown and socks. Mm. Like, that's just how she yeah. was. She was very, you know. High class. Yeah. Like you? She, sure. She would have never gone to shore in a flannel <laughs> nightgown and blue wool socks. Um, and she would have never gotten into the water because she's terrified of water by herself. She wouldn't have gotten in the boat by herself. Um. So, but also she was really intoxicated, so we don't really know for sure, yeah. and we weren't there. Um, so there are many theories as to what happened that night, um, but one theory behind her death, and this is the theory that I believe, is that there was foul play involving Robert Wagner, uh, Natalie Woods' husband. Yeah. yeah. So Walken, Christopher Walken and Dennis Davern each gave a description pretty similar to one another that a fight had broken out between Wood and Wagner over Wood's time away from the family. And also probably the time that her and Walken were spending together. Mm-hmm. He was probably really mad about that. Um, so Walken reported that the two made up shortly after he like left so that they could talk or argue or whatever. And by the time he came back a little while later, everything was fine and they had made up. Um, Davern reported, however, that he could hear them arguing until about 11.30. Um, he then heard the dinghy being untied, and then he heard nothing. And then shortly after he heard nothing, Wagner came up to the bridge of the boat and was tousled and sweating profusely. So... Obviously, that indicates some kind of struggle took place. Right. You hear arguing, you hear dinghy untied, you hear nothing, and then a man comes upstairs sweating and looking like he just gotten into a physical altercation. Yeah, maybe he was watching cops. Maybe he killed his wife. Um, anyway. Mm, I don't know. We don't know. Maybe he was playing, his, playing somebody's drum set in the other room. Were the dinghies tied up? There's no room for a drum set. I, who knows? Anyway. Um... That's what Dale did. He said he was watching cops, but he was just playing drums and all sweaty. There are too many stepbrothers references. No, Brendan. It was Brendan. Sorry, it's Brendan. Anyway. That was wrong. Um, was Dennis Daverin, the captor, the captor, got the captain, also said that Wagner discouraged him from turning on the floodlights or the engine of the ship, of the yacht, because he didn't want to alert anyone nearby. So he's like, I just threw my wife's extremely intoxicated dead body into the water. Um, don't turn on the floodlights because then you'll see it and you'll know I kill her. Uh-huh. And don't turn on the engine because that'll wake people up and they'll see her dead body. Yeah. Um, but if your wife is missing, then that would be the first thing you'd want to do is turn on the floodlights and alert people. Yeah. Hey, my wife's missing. Can yeah. You look out in the right. water for her. Um, so, all very fishy <laughs> ocean. Um, Too soon. It's been like almost 40 years. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, so in 2011, the case was reopened. And then in 2012, the, ca- the cause of Woods' death was changed from accidental drowning to drowning and other undetermined factors. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me, I just burped. Uh, I just burped again. Uh, I just burped again. Okay, so I found a USA Today article from 
September of 2018, so like a few months ago oh, yeah. or whatever. That's um, recent. Where Dennis Davern, the captain of the Splendor, um, and Lana Wood, Natalie's sister, were interviewed by none other than Dr. Phil, who we all know is very reputable. Um, <laughs> Uh, and they both said that they absolutely believe Robert Wagner killed Natalie Wood. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and when they were asked about it then, they were like, oh, we don't know. Anything could have happened. Like, yeah. We don't want to believe that she, you know, foul play was involved. Mm-hmm. But now, almost 40 years later, they're like, yeah, he definitely killed her. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, to this day, no further information has been found about the mysterious death of Natalie Wood. Um, but I'm hoping for a deathbed confession from Wagner. I mean, he's what, ninety? It, oh, it really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's eighty-nine. He's, yeah. Huh. Yeah, eighty-nine. Wow. Yeah. So he's due any minute. I'm hoping. Yeah. No, nah, he's probably gonna take that to his grave. Oh man. Now you imagine. I mean, anyone that works for Doctor Evil has probably committed murder in their life. <laughs> so. Yeah. That is the case of Natalie Wood. Not technically famous people killing someone, but it is a famous person dying, and I think a famous person who killed the famous person. Well, uh, Wagner, he's famous. He's yeah, but we don't know if a famous person actually killed someone. Oh. It's just oh, speculation. Yeah, because yeah, I guess it's technically unsolved. But well, I kind of I feel bad for Christopher Walken because he was just invited on this boat for the weekend to have some fun, and then he got all tangled up in this mess, and he's probably like, yeah. hey, I'm just here to enjoy the party. <laughs> and well, yeah, so, yeah, the, I mean, very, you know, Christopher Walken might not have any, had anything to do with it, but yeah. he was there. So, yeah, that sucks. Um, so, anyways, so mine that we are going to discuss today is... Uh, Sid Vicious. Yeah, Nancy. So, so I thought this was kind of cool because, um, well, I mean, I like, you know, punk rock music. So it's like, oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, it's super cool. Well, and the murder's not cool, but like, <laughs> I had no idea about this. Yeah, no, this and then, is a messed up story. Right. Yeah. I really didn't even know about it. So, um, I was like, oh, okay. And then as soon as I started to look more and more into it, I was like, holy crap. Like, I had no idea. Like, I, I, I thought it was going to end soon whenever I was just typing, like, looking stuff up. I was like, I won't have much to talk about. I think I'm going to have to change my story. And then I kept getting more and more and into bam. it. Bam! Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, I got something here. So, okay. So, as... Hook, um, line, sinker. So, anyways, so others that don't know who he was, he was the bassist of Sex Pistols. And um, so on the morning of October 12th, 1978, Sid claimed to have woken up to find Nancy, is it Spungen or Spungen? No idea. Oh. Sorry. Um, dead in her bathroom floor. Rest or, in peace. Sorry. Dead in the bathroom floor of their dead apartment. Dead on the bathroom floor. De- yeah, dead. that's what I said. <laughs> I know I didn't say that, but oh. yeah, that's our joke. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what, but that's what I meant. Yeah, dead on the bathroom floor of their apartment. Uh, it was in Hotel Chelsea in Manhattan, New York. Um, she, so she only actually suffered a, sting, a single stab wound in the abdomen, and she bled to death. Oh. Which is kind of leads to something else later. 
which is kind of weird too, just one single stab wound. Mm-hmm. So the knife was used, uh, or sorry, the knife was bought by Vicious on 42nd Street and was identical to a, it was called a 007 flip knife. Um, that uh, it was the same knife that was given to punk rock vocalist Steve Baders of the Dead Boys and by D- and it was given to him by D.D. Monroe. So Vicious saw this one and he's like, hey, I want that same one. So he went and bought the same one. I looked at it, it uh, like I looked pictures, looked up pictures of it, and it looked like kind of like a regular pocket knife. I mean, it wasn't How anything was special. Uh, oh, I had it here. I had it. I have it somewhere here in my oh. notes. Um, it was, oh, there it is. It was close to about a five-inch blade. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's not really that. That could kill someone. Yeah. But it, at the same time, it's really not that big. No, so, but it yeah. has to be two and a half inches, right? Yeah. So... Um, How I know that, I don't know. So, obviously, he was charged with murder. Um, And so, what he said is, he said they fought that night, um, but then there were actually conflicting stories about the murder. He said, I stabbed her, but I never meant to kill her. And that was his words. And then, um, he was hospitalized at... um, Bellevue Hospital in Manhattan, New York, because he apparently he tried committing suicide by jumping out a window. Oh, no, sorry, 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 sorry. He was in the hospital already because he tried to commit suicide by slitting his wrist with a smashed light bulb. While he was there, he tried to commit suicide again uh, by jumping out a window and saying, I want to be with Nancy, um, oh, and, or similar words, and he was pulled back by hospital staff. In an interview in 1978, in November, so this is only a month after, um, Sid said that her death uh, was meant to happen and that Nancy always said she had died before she was 21. Oh, wait, I, I never looked up her age, so I don't, I don't know. But I got it. Like when, when she died. Um, was her name Nancy? Spongen. 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 Yeah. Oh, I know. So, okay. I, I didn't look up if she was actually 21 before that. So Spongen. So, a little background story on her. Uh, She left home when she was 17, um, and then she moved to New York City. She worked as... She was 20. Oh, okay. So, that that was correct. Okay. So, she worked as a stripper and a... What are they called? Okay. Sex worker? Yes, sex worker. That's the PC PC term term now? Okay. Because it's 2019? Yeah. Okay. So, anyways. Sex worker. She looks a lot like uh, Courtney Love. Yeah. Um, so she followed bands such as Aerosmith, Bad Company, the New York Dolls, and Ramones. 1977, she moved in London, or moved to London, sorry, to win over Jerry Nolan of the Dolls and the Heartbreakers, where she actually ended up meeting the Sex Pistols instead. Um, and she said um, she started to pursue Sid Vicious and then they moved in together shortly after. Mm-hmm. She's like, um, oh, I guess I'll settle for this yeah. skinny twat. Yeah. So, Ow! Um, this dog. Uh, yeah. He's attacking so, me. Uh, where were we? Oh, he was uh, he was addicted to heroin and other drugs, which many was he rock a stars were. What? Was he a Nazi? No, I don't think so. Are you positive? 
Yeah. It was punk rock in the 70s. So A lot of them looked like that. Could Nazis not be in punk rock bands? No. No. Remember that one movie we watched? We were like, oh, these neo-Nazis, and then oh, they ended up um, being... Like, yeah, what was it that was movie? A, it, it was in a, like, a punk rock... There was like a. They were supposed to play a punk rock show. Yeah, it was like a venue. It was yeah. a bar. Somebody died, and then they ended up being like. Well, don't keeping ruin them it in. for people. Oh, yeah. But um. I don't remember. It no, was on it Netflix. No, it was like yeah, it was um. This punk rock band, like they were like, hey, we need you to play a show at this bar, and they were like, fine, whatever. So they went, and in the dressing room, I guess they saw a girl get murdered, and there's a bunch of neo Nazis. Yeah. That murdered this, like, Asian girl or something. Yeah, for, like, no reason. For being Asian. Or maybe she was lesbian. I don't remember. I don't remember. But then they, like, tried killing all these band members, and they, like... Oh, it was an Arlie. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, what was the name of that movie? I don't know. It was, it was pretty on good. Netflix. It was and it good. wasn't bad. It messed yeah. up. It was bad. It was er, bad. No, sorry. Oh. It wasn't bad. It was messed up. Yeah. I was agreeing with you. So, anyways. um, So tabloids often dubbed Nancy as nauseating Nancy um, for her frequent public display displays of Virgil verbal. I can't speak verbal abuse and violence, violence (laughs) (laughs) after. uh, So after the sex pistols broke up in 1978, Sid and Nancy moved into hotel Chelsea in New York city. Uh, shortly after moving in together, uh, they went. They both went deeper into drug abuse and domestic violence. Um, th- so about that knife, though, uh, they said that's what it would reportedly was, but there's also um, uh, rumors. That's what it is. Rumors that it was a Jaguar K11 knife. Um, so I don't know. know uh, yeah, it, it was about the same thing, but I had that here too. Um, so Sid, um, so this is, that was kind of like a little background on Green Room, Nancy and her. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Green Room. That's the name of the movie. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that was a little background on that. Sid only died. He actually died four months after the murder due to heroin overdose, um, before Mm -hmm. the trial even actually took place. And, um. Uh, consequently, the NYPD closed the case because right. it was obvious. But there's more. Oh. So Nancy uh, was buried in King David Memorial Park in Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. Um, so there's actually stories, or theories, sorry, that Nancy was actually murdered by two drug dealers who visited the apartment that night and that a possible robbery took place. Substantial money was reportedly missing from their room um, the next day. Mm-hmm. In a book called Pretty Vacant, A History of Punk, um, the author Phil Strongman accuses actor and stand-up com- comedian uh, Rockets Red Glare of killing Nancy. He says this because Red Glare had delivered drugs to the couple's room at the night of her death. Um, and Red Glare died in 2001, and up until that point, he always denied his involvement with Nancy's death. He always said that there was another dealer who was there that night, and people know him as Michael. 
He had been there that evening, and he left uh, before him to obtain more heroin and was due back after he had left the building. They believed that Michael came back to steal the remaining drugs in Vicious's room um, because he was actually out cold, uh, Vicious was, um, and that led to a confrontation between um, Nancy and Michael. So they think that Michael might have, she, been, she confronted him, and then he, um, you know, maybe possibly killed her and took everything. Um, and then this was, there's also an HBO documentary. So that, that was said in the HBO documentary, Who Killed Nancy? HGBO. What? HGBO. Oh, HBO. Did I say GPO? Sounded like it. It just sounded, oh. I, I don't know, irrelevant. Then I would be talking about work if I said GPO. Um, policy, it, IT, nerdy mm-hmm. stuff. Anyways. I so, don't know what that means. So I met HBO. There's documentary. a documentary? Yeah, oh called, my God. called Who Killed Nancy? Our dog just jumped in your lap. He pounced. All right, so it's called, <clears throat> it's called uh, Who Killed Nancy? So I thought, oh, that's interesting. We might be able, it should be on HBO. Yeah. So maybe you have to watch it. it, yeah. After we catch up on our BuzzFeed Unsolved. You're probably too far away from the mic, by the way. Well, now it's going to be... Okay, you just yeah. don't have to talk. What would you say? I said you just don't have to talk then, right now. Oh, I'm sure you I'm just like kidding. that. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Well, if this large rodent wasn't crowding my entire oh, well, lap... Push them all. Oh. <laughs> he just climbed up onto the yeah. table. Yeah, okay. so anyways, You're okay. Sid's, uh, so Sid's death... Uh, it was four months. No, um, you can get your ball after we're done with this podcast. Go lay down. Go lay down. Okay. Sorry. That's our... Okay. Anyways. So four months after the death of Nancy, um, Sid had been apparently clean. On February 1st, 1979, a small group of friends came to celebrate Sid uh, making bail since the death of Nancy. Uh, with his new, with his new girlfriend oh, Michelle Robinson. Uh, this little small group included Jerry, only of the Misfits, and Degeneration Howie Pyro. Um, so this guy's kind of shitty because his name's Peter Kodik, and he was an English photographer who brought him heroin that night. Mm. But there's more on that, so maybe he's not so shitty of a person. That night he had been planning on his future and so the night that they got together, Mm -hmm. he said that he had been planning on his future and possibly recording a new album to get his life and career back on track. Um, But he unfortunately OD'd that night and died. Um, There was something that said like, so uh, it said he OD'd that night, then asked for more and then he consequently died after that. If you OD, I don't know how you could ask for more because you're already dead. Well, I mean, not necessarily. If you OD? Yeah, if you overdose, you don't, I don't know, like. Oh, I thought that meant like you pretty much were gone. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't think so. No, well, okay. Well, that's what definitely it, be brought there back. Was a, there was a thing that sure. said that, so. Um, he was discovered by his mother the next morning, early the next morning. 
Um, so let's ask the Oracle. Oh, okay. So apparently, oh, Google. Yeah. So apparently no New York funeral home was willing to hold a funeral for or burial for Vicious because of his reputation. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, his remains were eventually, well, I mean, he was accused of killing his girlfriend, you know, at the time. And stuff. Yeah. So his remains were eventually cremated at Garden State's crematory in New Jersey. <laughs> so they had to go to New Jersey. Um, he apparently wanted to be buried with Nancy. Um, Nancy was uh, Jewish and buried in a Jewish cemetery in Pennsylvania. Nancy's mother denied the request to have Sid's remains spread over Nancy's grave. Um, Sid's mother asked Nancy's mom, and she said no. Uh, so despite the, the request, they still did it. Um, Howie Pyro, who was there to spread Vicious's remains despite the denied request, like I said, in a 2009 documentary about this, about Sid Vicious, Howie said he believes that Sid was innocent and that Nancy had stabbed herself because she was desperate for attention, thinking that Sid uh, would come to rescue her, but he was too intoxicated to do so. Yeah, so you can overdose and not die. Oh, okay. Well, it's just I'm getting wrong. too much of one substance. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I guess I was. Usually when you hear overdose, you associate you, that with yeah. death. So. Yeah, I mean, I um, do too. Yeah, so. Anyways, so apparently after Vicious's death, his mother Anne found a note in Sid's pocket of his leather jacket, um, and they don't think that it was actually ac accidental. Oh. The note said, we had a death pact I have to keep my half of the bargain. Please bury me next to my baby. Bury me in my leather jacket, jeans, and motorcycle boots. Goodbye. Mm, bye. So, Yeah. So we don't know. Was it those drug dealers? Was it Sid? He was seems it herself? To have a lot of guilt. Well, yeah. It's doubtful that it was herself, but yeah. yeah. He seems to have a lot of guilt about it. Mm -hmm. I feel like that either means he did it and was really felt really guilty, or he didn't do it and he felt really guilty. Yeah, I mean, maybe he was so messed up on drugs, he did it, and yeah. then he was sober for a minute and goes, "Oh shit." Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. And his overdose, they don't, uh, they won't really know, you know, like, was that, was that accidental or was this note just, maybe they didn't have a pact, but he just felt so guilty, yeah. wrote it and then, you know, OD'd, but, hmm. so, yeah, crazy, right? Yeah, that is pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, whenever I started to get into the section where it was like, the two drug dealers could have possibly done it, I was like, oh yeah, here we go. So yeah, it's actually kind of, it's still kind of unsolved because they actually don't know. Right. And they closed the case because he died only four months later. I was thinking <clears throat> she was found in like the kitchen sink cabinet, like under the no. kitchen sink. But I think that it was another. It said under the, it said under the bathroom sink, Maybe but it didn't say in the cabinet. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Hmm. And the fact that it was an only one single stab wound is kind of yeah. weird. Because, I, I mean, you can bleed to death, and if you hit the right things, yeah. you to could. Me it wouldn't that, be that hard. But yeah. To me, that says that the person doing the stabbing wasn't intending to cause death. Yeah. Which is why that one guy, Howie, said that he may, maybe it was just herself, but uh, it's doubtful. Why would she stab herself? 
He said that she wanted, a, she craved the attention. Oh my god. Not the attention of killing herself, but yeah, she was hoping that he would come and rescue her, but he was yeah. out cold because he was probably doing drugs. Yeah, sad. So, yeah. Drugs can ruin Anyways, your life. That's it. We got, oh, Game of Thrones started 11 minutes ago. I thought, oh, sorry, anyways. Anyways, what are we doing next? Oh, um, good question. What did, my coworker made a really interesting um, suggestion the other day, and I can't remember. I know if he's listening, he's probably yelling it at me. Yeah. Um, shit, what was it? What? I don't know. You didn't tell me. I forgot. Oh, Jared, I'm sorry. Um, Maybe we can make it a surprise next week? Oh, we could do that. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Okay. Screw you guys. We're going to make it a surprise, and you're just going to have to listen for what it is. All right. Well, we'll do we that. we don't know. Okay. We'll do that. All yeah. right. Surprise next week for all you eight listeners. Dingy. All right. Ready? Oh, yeah. Ready what? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, okay. okay. Good? You yeah. good? Yeah. Okay. The fucking Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> <laughs>